Alrighty, we are live. I'm coming at you. I'm leaning in today. Bless up. Come on. Give all the glory to God. Give it up. Give all the glory to Christ. Whoo, boy. We 18 days into January, and it feels like it is January 52nd. I got to tell you. Hey, look, if you like this, share it. Spread the gospel. That's what we got to do. If you don't believe me, well, you wrong. <laughs> Sorry. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about sharing it. We're going to talk about sharing it. We're going to talk about, I guess, preaching it if you want to. I mean, you don't got to be an evangelist to share the word, okay? Because I'm not. I'm just sharing you my experiences. I'm telling you what I find in the word. And, uh, you know, I'm hoping that y'all do the same. Share this with people. You know, tell someone about it. Tell someone about it even if you don't like it. Say, hey, man, you might feel this. I'm not feeling this, dude, but you might like it. Hey, send me an email, ask me a question, wake up and eat with Z at gmail.com. The inbox is a little light. So I'm going to blow your minds right off the rip. I'm going to tell you right now, now just stick with me on this, okay? Social media got it right. I know. I know. You probably didn't expect me to say that. Social media got it right. But they also got it way wrong, too. Okay, they got it way wrong. I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you both. Okay, I'm gonna tell you both things. Social media got it. Social media got it right by creating this platform for people to become influencers. Because I don't really think there's anything wrong with being an influencer, pending, of course, what you are trying to influence people to do. Because dig this: Jesus was the greatest influencer. Moses was an influencer. King David, and the list goes on and on. So being an influencer is not a bad thing. Of course, I'll, I'll circle back and say it one more time, depending on what you're trying to influence people to do. Okay, let me tell you a story about uh, me, all right? This is just going to be a quick synopsis, going to kind of lead into where we're going with this. So end of 2017, I had started this job. And, uh, and well, end of two, in 2017, I started this job. Coming up to the year end of 2017 was doing my review, <laughs> top marks in case if y'all were wondering. Anyways, my uh, supervisor, manager, however you want to put it, you know, matrix leadership uh, was was talking to me and said, you know, Zach, what do you want to do in 2018? And I said, you know, so-and-so, what I really want to do, what I really want to do is I want to influence and I want to change the culture here. I want to impact this organization in such a positive way that, um, you know, we just really change the culture and we change the way that we do things for the better to generate more revenue, to um, boost morale and keep people engaged. And, uh, you know, the response was, wow, that was really great. And I'll tell you right now, nothing has come from that. I did not get and still have not received you know, as, as the opportunity that I wanted to change the culture. And I'm okay with that. Okay. You know, because that's just not the plan for me and I'm good with that. So for some reason I was thinking about this story the other day and I just, it, it kept bothering me, but it wasn't bothering me to a point that I was stewing on not getting the opportunity. It was bothering me because I knew that I was thinking about it for a reason. And there was a point why this was brought up in my head. So I kept thinking, I kept stewing on it. And then it just came to me. It came, it came to me. Think bigger. Think bigger. Okay. 
Okay, I can feel you. I'm 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 rolling with this right now. Think bigger. So I started thinking outside of the proverbial box, the job box. Okay, everybody at their job, at least from what I've seen on, as it were, social media, they want to be this uh, big time person at their company. And they want to announce it first and foremost. They want to announce it to everybody that they're this big time person. And then as they assume their roles, they want to announce all of the changes and all the changes that they're going to do. And we are going to do it for you. Okay, first of all, they're not doing it for you. They are doing it for them. So then they can say, look at what we did for you. If you don't believe me, check the receipts from any company that you worked at and see how many people were a look at me first guy or gal. I digress. I was thinking bigger than influencing the company at which I work. I want to influence the world. Okay. And some of y'all might think, wow, he really did think bigger on this. You know, maybe the next step would have been influence two companies instead of one, but he went to the world. Yes, I did. And really, and that, that kind of goes back to what, how I opened up with this is that that is what we're supposed to do. Okay. That's what we're supposed to do. I mean, we are supposed to share the gospel. That's our duty. That's our duty as Christians, as followers of Christ. How whack is it? If we know the truth and we know the power of Christ and we just keep it to ourselves, I'll answer that. It's the wackest. Because I know some of y'all to listen to this have felt the Holy Spirit, have felt the power of Christ in your life. And I know that it's changed the way that you think. And I know that it's changed the way that you approach situations, the way that you respond to situations now and not react. And it has nothing to do with me. It, maybe it has something to do with you listening, but it's nothing to do with me. Okay. If you're taking this and if you're applying it to your life, that is the point. The point is not to follow Z, it's to follow Christ. It's to pick up the word and read it every day. It's to learn something. It's to journal. It's to be alone with God and just listen. Because that's how you grow. And that's how you influence. Because if you want to influence, you need to influence the right way. And here's the thing. Let's say I'm influencing people right now. That's great. Could I have influenced people to do this a year ago? Because we're coming up on a year. Next Tuesday... I think will be a year since I first recorded with uh, my cousin and one of my buddies last year with this podcast we were going to do. And there was no way I would have been able to deliver the messages that I deliver. Now, some of y'all might say, well, Z, you don't really deliver a good message now. Okay. I mean, I'm going to take that and I'm going to work on it. All right. But I know for a fact that there is no way that I'd be able to deliver the things that I'm saying now last year. And you know why? Because I grew. That's why. Because I was influenced by someone. Because I stayed in the word. The word influenced me. Jesus influenced me. The Holy Spirit has influenced me. The preachers that I listened to. Dr. Tony Evans. Marcus Rogers. Dr. Keenan Bridges. Those guys have influenced me. Because I see these people that are on fire with the Holy Spirit, and I say I want that. You know, five years ago, three years ago, I would have looked on, you know, online, and I would have seen someone with a, with a fat whip or a lot of money 
or or a nice nice sweater or something. I don't know. I would have been lusting after you know the things of the world, the things of 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 the flesh that are short lived. That's what that's how I was being influenced before. I'm gonna go off on a tangent here, and when you start to see what you're being influenced on, it's no wonder that there's so much corruption in this world. You got to ask yourself, all the people that you idolize and whether you idolize people or not, you know, I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there. If you're idolizing someone and you see the corruption, you see the corruption in this world, what are they being influenced by? This is a trickle down effect, folks, because if so-and-so is influencing you and they're corrupt, their corruption is transferring to you. And guess what? You're influenced. You're going to seek after that lifestyle. Someone Maybe it's your kid, maybe it's a coworker, maybe it's your spouse, it's someone that's going to say, dang, I like old boy over there, or I like old girl over there. They dress real smooth, they talk with a slick mouth, and uh, they seem like they got it going on. They seem like, man, they got the nice car, they got the, the, the good job, they got, they got paid, but what are they lusting after then? They're following your corruption. Because you were following person XYZ's corruption. You see how it's a trickle-down effect? You see how, how the influencing can be bad? And I'm going to get to that, how social media got it wrong. I'm going to get to that, but I just want to follow up and lean in on this, okay? It's about sharing the gospel. It's about influencing people in Christ. What's 1 Corinthians 11 verses 1 through 2 say? Be ye followers of me, even as I also am of Christ. So be ye followers of me, even as I also am of Christ. See, Paul wrote Corinthians and he's saying, if you're going to follow me, that's fine because I'm following Christ. So do you see what I'm saying here? It's a trickle down effect. Be ye followers of me, even as I, even as I also am of Christ. You won't follow me. That's fine. Cause I'm following Christ. But that's what you got to look at. I'm, again, I'm going to get to the wrong stuff. Matthew 28, 19. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. So right there in Matthew, we being told, teach all the nations, share my word, baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. So we've already been told we got to share it. Okay. Mark 16, 15, and he said unto them, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. So look, we can't pick and choose what we got to do here. Okay. We have to share the word. We have to share the gospel. And if y'all want to be an influencer, why don't y'all just change your social media up, change your social media up and see who's really going to ride with you. See who's really going to ride with you when you start influencing the right way. Cause let me tell you something slick. When you start changing up your approach, you're going to find out who's riding with you. So how did social media get it wrong? Well, I mean, <laughs> all you got to do is just uh, open up a social media and you can see how they got it wrong. If you got uh, eyes to see and ears to hear, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Anyways, let's just start out with 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 through 5. If you got the word available, go ahead and follow along. So, this know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, 
fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such turn away. Basically, don't associate with them. From such turn away. That's the last line. So does anything in that verse sound like what's going on on social media now? For me, I think verse 2. Verse 2 really sets it up. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. Goodness gracious. So I'll say that social media got it wrong. I mean, they got it wrong from a biblical standpoint. From their standpoint, though, it all worked out probably the way that they wanted it to. Because let's look at it this way. You know, these people that are um, devising these types of plans... They don't want people to go to Christ. They want people to sin. They want people to lust after what they see on social media. They want people to be proud. You know why? Because it goes against the word. It ain't that hard to figure out. It's all written here. It's all written here. So so if you think that this ain't part of a plan, you're tripping. Sorry. <laughs> figure it out. Do some work. But what's the, what's the point here? What's the point? Where am I going with this? They got it wrong. You know, men shall be lovers of their own selves. That's prideful. Pride is probably God's least favorite sin. I don't want to speak for him, but I would probably say that that's his least favorite sin. Because, you know, the uprising and the pride of Lucifer, that's what happened, man. He thought he was he was better than the Most High. He wanted to overthrow God. He was that prideful that he thought he could do it. Boom. He got he got smacked down. And, you know, sidebar. When people start saying like if people if someone ever tells you what's the opposite of God and they say the devil, you should laugh at them because the devil ain't nothing. He ain't nothing like to be the opposite of someone. You'd have something you'd have to be the equal equal on the other side. God is God is all he's undefeated. All knowing, all seeing the creator. Lucifer can't. He can't step to him. He he tried and, and got smacked down. And it's already written that he's going to get smacked down again. So, I mean, he ain't the opposite. He ain't the opposite. So, he just, well, he's the opposite in like the, um, uh, I guess in like an ideological way. But as far as opposition and trying to be his opponent, it ain't, it, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. ain't even a question, ain't even a contest. Get that out your mind. But yeah, pride, man. Pride was the one. Pride was the one that got him kicked out of heaven. So when we see, when they see the humans rising up, when they see people being lovers of themselves instead of lovers of God, I mean, you know, that's just disrespectful. It's just disrespecting the words. Like, I, you know, pride says, I'm going to do what I want to do. And I don't care what you say about it, whether it be your parents, whether it be your spouse, whether it be your friends, the word, whatever. If you're that prideful and you don't care to seek the truth, then I got news for you. You will not like the end result of your actions. But let's keep it on social media. Social media got it wrong by creating this platform that allows this to go on. Because that's what everybody wants. Everybody, and how miserable, just, to, just do a, just do a check of the friends in your lives 
and just kind of sit down and think to yourselves, how miserable are half the people that you know? Because they're always on all these social media platforms trying to chase, trying to keep up with the Joneses. I mean, I ain't had Facebook for over 10 years. I deleted Twitter in 2016. I ain't had Snapchat in two or three years. I mean, there's nothing good on there. There's nothing good on there. And you got these people that spend their lives. Like, that's their whole identity. That's their whole identity. They, oh, he's just a Facebook troll. He's just a stalker, man. Like, that's what you want your identity to be? That you commented on so-and-so's page? I'm getting off track here. I'm going to dial it back in. Social media got it wrong. So they created these platforms, and they allow people just to act out however they want to without any repercussions. So it's not only prideful, it's disrespectful, it's anger, it's wrath. And I'm going to talk about that. You know, maybe it's best best saved that I, I save this next topic for uh, next week because I got some I got some juice from Mark 7.15 through 7.23. So maybe y'all can prep and find out what those verses say and know where I'm going to go with it. Because I'm going I'm to blow your mind. I'm going to be like the Delphonics. Didn't I blow your mind this time? Didn't I? Some of y'all don't know that. Y'all don't know anything about the Delphonics, so stop playing like you do. Speaking of blowing your mind, I'm going to go into something that came to me the other day. So I know I've said this before, but everyone doesn't get into heaven. Just stay with me, okay? I don't know when this was. One of the most profound things that I thought about the other day was that if someone goes to hell and his or her loved ones go to heaven, now just just hear this, because this is true. It has to be true. Your loved ones in heaven do not miss you and they aren't sad that you're not there. Okay? They don't miss you and they're not sad. That you're in hell. Let that sink in. You know why that's true? Because there is no sadness in heaven. There's no pain in heaven. It's pure bliss. It's a perfect environment. I mean, that should that should really kick in and make you think to yourselves, dang. I've been doing all this stuff. And I might not get in. And not only am I going to spend eternity in hell, no one is going to miss me. That kind of scares me. That kind of scares me and it kind of just makes me think like, dang, um, ain't no one going to come, and no one's going to come back for me. You know, I don't think anybody's going to be, I don't, I don't think it works like that where someone could come and get me out of hell. You know why? Because they're not even going to know that I'm missing. Because they're not sad about it. They're not feeling that pain. <laughs> this whole time, people been mocking and digging their own grave. Just just keep digging. To spend eternity, eternity in agony. And no one is even sad about it. To me, that's wild. That's just wild. So, just let that sink in. Let that sink in. So, something else. So, over the past, I'd say few months, and definitely over the past few weeks, I'd say like maybe a month or so, 
It feels like uh, I've been dealing with a lot more temptation than normal. Okay. And, and, the, and the crazy thing is, it's been an attack on my mind. It's been an attack on my mind. Okay. So my mind has been filled with more sarcastic and disrespectful things to say over the few months than I can remember. Like it comes in my mind for no reason. Disrespectful things to say, whether it be about someone I know, whether it be about, you know, someone just just basically anybody in my life. If I wanted to say something disrespectful, it's like, dang, I could say that. Okay. So it's been an attack on my mind. And here's the thing. It's an attack on my mind because I ain't boozing anymore because I'm not getting angry like I used to because I'm not listening to hip hop like I used to. I'm not watching what I used to. So I'm not filling my body up. And I'm not defiling my body, okay? I'm not filling it up with bad things. Not as much. I still listen to hip-hop, and I still watch some things that are questionable. It's a work in progress. I'm not perfect. I never claim to be perfect. So where is the attack? It's an attack on my mind. It's the most heinous attack because it's a direct attack on my mind. Like the outside physical influence, something that's tangible, it's been completely removed. It's almost, I'm, And I don't want to get too prideful here. Stay with me now and say that I got it licked because I don't. A, I didn't do it. This was the power of Christ. And B, just when I say that I got it licked, something's going to happen. I'm going to get a phone call. Something's going to happen to where I'm putting a situation where those old sins come back. You know what I mean? I'm going to say that I got it licked about hip hop and then Dr. Dre's going to release a new album on Friday, surprise album, and then I'm going to have a decision to make. You know what I'm saying? So anyways... All these outside tangible influences have been removed and in some cases just lessened. So now, now it's just all out spiritual warfare and mental warfare on my mind. Maybe y'all can relate to this. If you guys feel like you've been getting attacked spiritually, mentally, you know, with things that temptations that you probably think that you have conquered. But now they're rearing their head again. Just step back and stay in the word, man. Say it prayer. Because it's real. It's 100% real. And, and like I said, I'm going to go into this. I'm going to go into this a little bit more next week with those verses from Mark. Because the thing is, when you get these thoughts that enter in your head, at least when I do, I want to say them. But you're going to find out that that's when you really Really start digging your own grave and you put yourself in compromising positions. Not only in the world, but in the spiritual world with Christ is when you start to defile yourself with what comes out of your mouth. Dead serious here. Dead serious. This is in the word. You got to make your own judgment. You got to read it. You got to read it because you got to watch what you say. And that's where I'm going to leave it. That's called a tease. In some cases, it's called a cliffhanger. But we're going to leave it right there because you know what? That's all I'm going to say because I told you I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. I'm going to follow up with y'all next week. So look, we're about to wrap this one. What do I want to say? I want to tell y'all thank you again for tuning in. You know, when you get this done, turn off all your turn off your radio, turn off your phone, turn off the, the headphones, whatever you listen to. Just say a prayer. Just say a prayer. Ask the Lord to reveal some things to you. Ask the Lord to, to bring the Holy Spirit in your life, fill you up, and just go with it. Because this is it, man. You know, we don't know what's going to happen every day. You don't want to be, <laughs> you don't want to be hanging out there. And uh, 
not make the move that you were supposed to move. Big things, big moves. I'm going to talk to y'all.